Hey guys, my name is David Balzer. I'm part of the Brookville House of Worship team. I want to let you know that we are doing another podcast and it's called Flow and Grow. I'll be joined with Andy Burkett during these podcasts. And what we're going to do, man, is we're just going to do what it says. We're going to come into this place. We're just going to talk about what's on our heart. We're going to worship the Lord. We're going to pray for you. And we hope that flowing and growing in the spirit, uh, allowing us to interact with you is wherever you are, whatever place you find yourself in, whether it's in a car, in the shower, I don't care. And we we want you and we invite you to, to this podcast called Flow and Grow. It's pretty chill. So, hey, welcome to Flow and Grow, another Brookville House of Worship podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to the Flow and Grow bro- podcast. <laughs> a little bit of a broad podcast. Yes. It's, it's a broad pod. <laughs> That could be a new thing. There you go. So this upcoming Friday, we're going to be in St. Mary's, and we're excited about it. We're doing, we've been doing this thing called Church on the Go, and I just want to share a little bit about what's so cool about it. It's not just us going and, you know, having fun and whatever. It's us moving in the power of the gospel and moving in the power of the Holy Spirit, ministering in the power of the Spirit. So Friday, December 2nd, we're going to be in St. Mary's, Pennsylvania, and it starts at 630. It's at the Maker's Warehouse. If you check our Facebook or our website, brookfowlhouseofworship.com, you'll see flyers for it. So we're excited for that. We're excited just to see what happens in St. Mary's with the brothers. And and one of the things, ancestors, one of the things that I love is community. And what Church on the Go really allows us to do is be a community of brothers and sisters in Christ. You know? Yeah, it's really cool to see the people that show up, like our... our um our church on the go when people show up they all want to be there yeah so everybody's ready to you know worship and give bring their portion and all of those things and there is starting to gel a community you know especially a local community if you will that are coming and and so it is exciting that way for sure yeah something that really stood out to me when i was younger that was uh really Really kind of a bummer, but I, I don't want to make it a negative thing, but was how when we go to church, we don't seem to play well with other brothers and sisters in Christ. This is a simple thought, but it really rocked me when I was younger. You know, what if we built a playground, you know, that some church, and you didn't have to put your name on it? You know, just in the name of Jesus. Mm. Something simple like that. Like, why is it we always have to put, like, I'm not going to call out some church. I'll just use Brookville House of Worship just for an example, although we haven't done something like this. We built this beautiful playground in the middle of town, and and here we're, like, in honor of the Brookville House of Worship. Like, it's kind of stupid, to be honest. Like, I'm not stuck on that. In the name of Jesus, the body of Christ has done this to bring honor and glory to the Son and to bring joy to people. It's just, so when we go out and we do church on the go, it's yeah. cool just to be a body of many different members and giftings and just move and flow in the Holy Ghost. And yes, we're the Brookville House of Worship. Yes, we're Jamie and Champagne Good and their fellowship they have and Terry Smith and Jubilee and, and all these people. But more than anything, we just want to flow in what Jesus has and have a confrontation with the Holy Spirit so other people can catch that. That's really the goal. Amen. Hey, uh, hey, Colette, good to see you. Thanks for being faithful. Um, it's really cool. Some guys that join us almost every yeah. flow and grow. So uh, kudos to you, Colette. Good to see you. Charlie, what's up, brother? Good to see you. Um, I saw last week somewhere you posted you might come up for the New Year's Eve service. So that'd be awesome. So while we're on the New Year's Eve service, let's just talk about it a little bit. We're going to have Jamie Good's going to be preaching. Uh, Lisa Marie uh, Ritz from well Maryland is coming to do some worship with with the Brookville House of Worship. Stacy Blue Blue Baugh, hopefully I got that right. Yeah, she's going to come and she's going to lead us in intercession and prayer around eleven thirty, something like that, into the new year. And she's coming up too. She's a phenomenal uh, woman of God, mm. and uh, my wife really. Uh, loves her and has um ha- has been to her conferences and stuff like that. So we got and along with that we got food and fellowship. Everybody's gonna bring their portion of some kind of finger foods and all that kind of stuff. Profile House of Worship's gonna I guess chicken or pizza or some kind of deal we're gonna do. So um yeah, so that's what, December thirty first. Yeah. 
Yep. And then also we have Darren Canning coming. December 10th. December 10th. Yep. Uh, what's that? That's uh, Saturday, but there's yeah. two services. 2.30. 2.30 is the first service, and the second one's 7, I believe. But it's on the flyer. Yeah, and so. but it's awesome. Darren's actually from Canada, so we can actually say a Canadian has come down to Brookfield House of Worship. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's as true. well. And he's he's pretty awesome. He's a yeah. he's a faith guy. If yeah. there's anybody that that I've really seen walking by faith as far as like a ministry's concerned, there's a lot of them out there that do that. But he literally travels United States, Canada, and. Africa, around the world, and every so often you'll see him post about, hey, we're going to this place if you'd sow 5 or $10 for gas or something like that. So, like, literally, he's going out believing that God's going to meet the need, and it usually, I never hear a post that God hasn't met the need, yeah. and he flows prophetically, you say? Yeah, yep. And uh, his, his, he's an artist? Yeah, incredible prophetic artist, actually. So if you guys can make it and, and share and let everybody know about it, it's uh, December 10th, uh, first means at 2.30, and then, of course, we have our wild ones as well. Okay, so Nicole said, uh, talking about the new year, Stacy is doing communion, right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And uh, she also said, bring your shofars if you have them. I have them and have no ability, so somebody will have to substitute for me. Uh, hey, just to wrap around on New Year's again, we have a few people that are also going to be joining us on the worship side oh, as that's well. Right. In addition, uh, Maddie Griffith's coming. Maddie. Maddie's oh, wow. been with us quite a few times, and man, <laughs> Maddie can bring the house down. Yeah, she she can. can sing. Absolutely. Oh my! And yeah. she, you know, what's beautiful about Maddie? Like we've had such wonderful conversations. She loves Jesus so much, and it's just good to have a sister in Christ. She's young, her and her husband, they're just like beautiful people chasing after Jesus, doing the honorable things in life. Yeah. And then uh, Jonathan and Miranda Pazuti are going to be joining awesome, us. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, so it's always a party when, like, there, there's kind of like an original core group we had when we started, and it seems like a lot of those people are going to be with us uh, on New Year's, so that's going to be fun. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be awesome. Just to recap today, which you can find all this information out on brookfordhouseofworship.com and our, our Facebook page, Brookford house of worship as well we got flyers on there and stuff and we try to you know that week that flyer will be out and up first or whatever this week coming up december 2nd is in saint mary's yep december 10th is darren canning december 16th that's gonna say like we're gonna get busy here december yeah. 16th is um church on the go in uniontown pennsylvania which is gonna be a little bit of a trip for us but uh that's ashley and regis dursa invited us down and man, I tell you what, there's a lot of people going to that already. I've looked at the invite, which is pretty cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Ashley made a flyer. We made a flyer for the church on the go. And uh, it's I'm excited. Uniontown's a little bit bigger than this, this area. I think it's down below Pittsburgh area. So, okay. yeah, I'm excited to see what happens down there. Awesome. It's church on the go, man. And then, of course, every Saturday night, man, we have a Wild Ones at Brookville, uh, 227 Main Street, Brookville, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. Check us out there. Obviously, we got our podcast going wherever mm. you guys listen to your podcast. But for us, as we do this flow and grow today, um, we appreciate every one of you guys showing up yeah. and really um, being a part of this. Because don't forget, as we get into this thing, we can see your comments. So if you have a prayer request, we want prayer requests. We want your portion. What has God shared with you this week? And we can talk about that as well. Yeah, right now is an interactive moment. We're brothers and sisters, and I, I said something last week. I can't remember exactly how I worded it, but I think I said, you're not here in the room with us, but you're here with us. Amen. And that's true. Like, right now, I see we have seven viewers. Man, We love you guys. We bless you guys. Charlie, we're so honored that you would take this time. I, I see you're in the woods, and you're, you said you're appreciative of closed captioning. I just appreciate being with you guys. I want to read a few more comments there, and then we're going we're gonna to sing I Thank God. And then David has this awesome train of thought that he was carrying when he came in train of thought and we're gonna flow off of that that's what that's what we do right yeah just, amen. whatever you have lord Absolutely. that's what we do so what do you guys have to say as david and i were talking about earlier like this is a time for us to sing praise worship get in his word pray sit around the table enjoy each other sit at the table of the lord so what do you guys have david had some stuff i have some stuff we're gonna hang out and we're having, con this is conversations together. It's not a conversation with David Balzer, but it's no. glow and grow. Colette, 
That song makes you makes your feet dance. That's good to know. Lori, we love you too. This is really cool because, like, uh, yeah, the more I think, the more we keep, you know, with the faithfulness, the more people will be looking forward to this time to flow and grow. But um, yeah, if you guys have some something you want to talk about, or if you have a scripture on your heart, you know, put that put that down, and we can start talking about it. I guess I'll start here with the flow. Yeah. Pro- part. Um, I woke up this morning and in the first thoughts in my mind, because I knew I was going to be doing this. So like the Holy Spirit put in my heart in, in James chapter five, and I want to read a little bit of it to you and some thoughts that went along with it. So it's James chapter five. So if you guys could, if you could go to uh, James five with us, and if you have like the, uh, the Bible app, uh, if you could go to James five and we'll go to the Passion Translation. That's what David was asking. All right, so why don't you read it in Passion first? Maybe something else will come, uh, and I'm, I'm there. And and we, we want to reiterate this for any new viewers that we're literally just flowing. We're, we're going to read the Word. We're going to hang out together. I got my feet up. You can't even tell. I'm just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to read the Word, and we're going to see what the Lord has to say. So you want me to read it in James 5, right? Yeah, James 5 started verse 16, because that's kind of okay. the context there. Confess and acknowledge how you have offended one another and then pray for one another to be instantly healed for tremendous power is released through the passionate, heartfelt prayer of a godly believer. Mm. Amen. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now, verse 17 says, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain, on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. That word effective there means energio. Okay, it's one of the four big energy words. There's energio, energus, energia, and energma. The words all stem from n, which means n. E, the words stem from n, en, which means n, and ergon, which means work. So in work, and have to do with the active operation or working of power and its effectual results. So it talks about how a fervent prayer of a righteous man affects us much. And then the passion talks about somebody who prays with passion or our hearts have to be into our prayers. Yeah, We can't just be praying for the sake of praying. But the, the thing that really got, got me was James, which was Jesus's brother, who at one point didn't believe that Jesus was who he was, but then after he rose from the grave, of course, he did believe. He's, to, he's the one that is comparing our prayers to the prayers of Elijah. Mm. And if, he, if that's in the Holy Scripture, then we have to believe that our prayers are just as powerful as Elijah's prayers, right? But we also have to dissect it a little bit more and understanding that Elijah's prayers were only effective because he heard the word of the Lord. Because when you read that story about Elijah, it says the word of the Lord came to Elijah, and then Elijah went to Ahab and said, the heavens will be shut up, mm-hmm. right? And then later on, we understand that he looked at Elijah or looked at Ahab again and said, get down out of this mountain for I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. So we could get through all and talk about all that in prayer. But what I, but I, what I'm really always stuck on is the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And you know me with the foundation of my teaching is always based on the work of Christ in our life, which means, first of all, you have to believe that you are righteous to have an effective prayer because Amen. you have to be praying by faith. Amen. And that your prayers will produce the same result as Elijah's prayers, not because of who you are, not because of who Elijah is, but because you were able to hear the word of the Lord. Yeah. And my wife could talk about this a lot, but in Ephesians chapter six, when we're talking about um, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and 
spiritual hosts of wickedness in high places, the spiritual battle that is going on that talks about how we need to have the breastplate of righteousness, how we have to have our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, the helmet of salvation, the belt of truth, and it goes on and it talks about the word of God, which is sharper than any two-edged sword. Well, that word of God actually means the rhema of God. Amen. So it's a present word, okay? Jesus said that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And Jesus compares God's word to bread, which means we need to eat every day, yep. which we which means we need to have a word from God every day, which means God is always speaking. Amen. And in particular, against the principalities and the powers and the spirits, it's good to have scripture memorization. And sometimes the Lord will obviously will bring back scripture to your mind. That that scripture that God brings back to your mind is the rhema that God gives you to fight the enemy in that situation. Yes. And so so now we're, you know, we're talking about two things. Number one, we're talking about praying for one another. And number two, uh, coming against the enemy. And everything has to do with the ability to hear God. And I would say your ability to hear from God has everything to do with you believing who you are in Christ. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Because... As you can see in the context of this scripture, it starts out saying, confess your faults one to another, or confess your sins, or the passion talked about um, when you sin against one another, confess them and then pray for one another. It says, if you've offended another. If you, yeah, okay. So it's talking about sin. So in the context of the whole thing, it's like you're sinning in some area of your life and now you're asking somebody else, you're confessing your fault to another brother or sister and they too have their own struggles and we're going to use the word sin here to make a point because I believe it is talking about sin, that even in the midst of our struggle with sin, the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, which is telling me that you literally have to believe that you are or have been given the, the gift of righteousness to produce a result of healing, even in the midst of both parties struggling with sin. Now, in the context of that scripture, according to the Passion, it's actually one person saying, I'm sorry to another, and having that person pray for the other. Okay, yeah, but you you have to admit that every one of us, on some level, struggle with a fault or a trespass that we need healed. And God's saying, in the context of this scripture, not to go to him, but to go to one another. And to give us an understanding of realizing that even in the midst of our struggle with sin, we're still righteous and we still have power with God to be able to pray a word from God over somebody that we hear, you know, from the Lord. Hopefully this is making sense so that we can be healed. Yeah. Can, can I speak into a thought here? Yeah, go ahead. So righteousness, I think a lot of us struggle because in James as well, it says a double-minded man is what? Unstable. Yeah, unstable or wicked in all his ways. So I think one of our issue is unbelief, okay? We don't believe that we're righteous, but I just want to get something across to you. When you confess Jesus is Lord and you believe that he is Lord, he is the son of God, and you have placed him in a place as a sacrifice for your sins and you're Lord, it's a package deal. His righteousness comes with it. Yes. All right. You don't get to choose uh, whether you get healing, sanctification, righteousness, all these things. He gave it to us, but we have to receive it. We don't get to choose whether he did it or not. We get to choose whether we receive it or not. Amen. Okay. So that righteous part you're saying, the prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Going along with you, we're saying the daily bread. If you're a righteous man accredited to Jesus Christ... And then you are being fed by the word of God, every word that proceeds from his mouth. Then you will be a person who walks in righteousness. You'll be a person who walks in connection with God, relationship with God, knowing God. And then that will bear the fruit of repentance, will bear the fruit of wanting to have peace with brothers and sisters. So as the passion says, you will want to reconcile the offense. So as a righteous person, you will make every effort to renew your mind, every effort to walk in peace, to not be in conflict with your brother and sister in Christ. So that's, to me, this is how this all fleshes out. Jesus did it, you receive it, now you walk it out. 
Amen. And let's read some. There's a lot of uh, everybody's comment, which is awesome. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Lori, so I don't know when it was, but you said, in prayer for families this morning, I got word from Romans 11, 26, and 27, and Genesis 12, 3. The Lord is opening eyes to many, I believe, His in his promises. Hallelujah. Today's date is 11, 26. Amen. He oh, is wow. opening nice. minds nice. to promises. Praise God. Uh, also, Lori says, my ex-husband's father of our four children and grandfather of 10 fell and his lung collapsed Wednesday night. He is in the ICU in Allegheny Hospital. So, Father, I just confess the name of Jesus over this man, that your blood would wash him and that you would be, actually that he would receive what you are, that you are healing in Jesus' name, that above all things that he would come to peace in the knowledge of Jesus Christ and he would rest in your goodness. And I just speak to those lungs. I say, open in Jesus' name. Breath of God, fill those lungs in Jesus' name. Amen. Healing come in Jesus' name. The peace of God fill that room, fill Lori, fill the grandchildren and the and the children of Lori, that they would all walk in peace and presence of Jesus Christ, and that this would not be a, a, a thing to be sorrowful over, but a testimony of the power of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Uh, Colette says, people respect you on your level of speech. Articulation is extremely important. What it... What you speak, you become. Speak declarations over your life and God will meet you right there where you are at. The power of life and death is in the tongue. Speak life. I agree with that, uh, but I, I would also say sometimes you can get a lot across by not being an articulated person. <laughs> it's interesting somehow, sometimes. Uh, Nicole says, it is important to know the word. Know the word. Holy Spirit reminds of us of it. Amen. When you are in a situation that comes that is out of line with the kingdom. Amen. And that's why it's so important to get that word in there. Not only the uh, the rhema of God reminds us and speaks to us constantly, but the standards of God are what are held in the word. And it helps us stick to those standards. We need to speak what the Holy Spirit said, and it causes God's word to come into manifestation. I am being taught right now and seeing the results. Amen. Scott Parsons, love you, brother. You are, you're all over 30 minutes in, but God is never late. Amen. Hope you're doing well. Cheyenne, God bless you. Good to see you today. So speaking to me, she says. And uh, Debbie Clark Parker Gardner. God bless you, Debbie. Thanks for joining us today. Scott said, whoop, sent the comment before it was done. <laughs> God's perfect timing. Robin says, that's a difficult thing to do. Robin, if you could uh, reiterate on what you mean there. And Lori says, I lost one of my good friends last Friday. Found out another friend of 52 years was diagnosed with cancer two weeks ago. Pray with me for this cancer to be delivered from my friend and pray for the ones in sorrow over my friends and family and the friends of who passed into heaven. You mind addressing that, David? Father, we just come before you right now and we thank you so much that you, your word just tells us who you are. And Father, we also thank you that we experience this as well. Father, that you're the God of all peace, the God of all hope, and the God of all comfort. And Father, I thank you, Lord, that your peace, hope, and comfort will be upon the people that have lost um, friends and loved ones over these years. Lord, we pray in Jesus' name, uh, against this cancer diagnosis, yes, Lord, we, we curse cancer in yes. Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. We curse it in Jesus' name, and we say you will not live in this body yes, Lord. no more hereafter forever in Jesus' name. Yes. And Father, we thank you for another testimony of healing and deliverance, Lord, because you love this one in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for that. Amen. In Jesus' name. Do you care if we go to a certain thing here real quick? Go ahead. All right, so Mark 11, 12 through 25. I just want to read this. Uh, I'm not going to stay here a whole bunch, so you don't need to go there. But Mark 11, 12 through 25, it says, The next day as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus is hungry, seeing in a distance a, a fig tree and leaf. He went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached out, he found nothing but leaves because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. You just provoked this thought of me when you curse the cancer. Because this is reality. This is the righteous reality of a believer. 
okay? Yeah, good stuff. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of money changers and benches of those selling doves, verse 16, and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. Verse 17, as he taught them, he said, is it not written, my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you made it a den of robbers. Verse 18, the chief priests and teachers of the law heard this and began looking for a way to kill him. For they feared him because the whole crowd was amazed at his teaching. Authority in Jesus' name. Come on. When evening came, Jesus and his disciples went out of the city. Now we're going back here in a little bit. In the morning, as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. And Jesus said, have faith in God. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that they will see come to pass and it will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And when you stand in praying, if you hold anything against, this is key, this is good stuff here. If you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your father in heaven may forgive your sins. See, see, that's that stance of righteousness. We stand in his place and he stands in that place of heaven, okay? And we can't hold things against people because we stand in his place now, not our place. We can't hold things. So there's a lot of things happening there. Jesus cursed the fig tree, right? Mm -hmm. And what happened? It withered up where? At its roots. That thing was done. Okay. It wasn't surface level done. It was completed. It was done. So when you said you curse cancer in the name of Jesus, that we curse that cancer in the name of Jesus, that it's withered at its roots, no manifestation, no destination, nothing anymore in that. It's gone in Jesus' name. And we believe that. And Father, I'm just going to confess it over my life. If I have any sin against anyone, any unforgiveness, that it would go in any anything in my heart. So when I speak your word boldly, I can claim it and stand in your righteousness in Jesus' name. Amen. Just a few more comments here. Robin was saying uh, it's it's difficult to receive oh, okay. his love and grace. Well, Robin, we just continue to declare to you that God loves you. Amen. And that you're forgiven and that you're accepted and loved and that the, the eyes of your understanding would be open, open, open in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name to see that. Thank you for sharing. Nicole shared, Taylor shared, Charlie shared, Cheyenne shared. Diane shared, thank you guys for just being with us. What what an honor, honestly. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. This is this is the most interactive we've been so far. Yeah. Uh, is uh, with our flow and growth. So this is great, man. This is awesome. Amen. So so just to continue to uh if you guys have anything to add to that, hold on. We have Teresa says, Now, my beloved ones, I have saved the most important truth for last. Be supernaturally infused with strength through your life union. Ah, that's passion right there, baby. Through your life union with the Lord Jesus, stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. Ephesians Amen. 6, 10, 11. And that, awesome, awesome. Thanks. I love the passion and I love that. That explosive, I bet that comes back to energy again. Yeah. The word, yeah. Absolutely. Dunamis. There's explosive. some, they're, the, the logos of God, right? The logos and the rhema, they're, they're the same right? They're not different. They're same. But the logos is the seed of the word. You know, in the Bible uh, where, where Jesus talks about the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed a seed, mm. right? Into the ground, right? You heard all that. Then there's four different types of ground and we understand the ground is our heart. Yeah. Right? So like the, the, the reason why it's so important to sow the word into our hearts, into our minds, right, is so that the rhema what is locked up in the logos and it becomes a, it becomes a life force in our heart. So that's why life and death in the power of the tongue because what you speak normally is what you believe. So, and, and the deep intercesses yeah. of your heart, even if you're speaking off the cuff, there's somewhere in your heart that that came from because the Bible says, out of your heart, you you know, your mouth speak, out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. So it's so important to put the word, our truth is more important yeah. because when rhema or when the word becomes light or when the word becomes alive in our lives, we get delivered. Amen. We Amen. are able to see 
And so that's why it's so important to put the word into our lives to hear the word. And then in those moments where, you know, Nicole talked about where the spirit breathes on that word and all of a sudden you have a word from God, but yet your word from God came from the logos or came from the written word. Amen. It's awesome. Teresa, I, I, I don't know exactly what you meant by that, but that sounds pretty cool. We're being attacked by healing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's what she means. Like when you speak oh, okay. that against the cancer, yeah, yeah. it's like an onslaught of righteousness. You know, Amen. the name of Jesus, Just can you just see it like going in and destroying the cancer at its root? Man, can you envision like... Cutting it off. David, you know, I know the lion and the, bre- the bear, but man, who, who's this uncircumcised Philistine? Like that boldness, the relationship he had with Christ, we should have the same boldness out of our relationship through the Holy Spirit and Jesus through the Father to go to do these spiritual attacks, you know, that onslaught, the attack. Hey, there's my brother. I don't know if he's still there, Lester Tenney. Hopefully you get to meet. I don't think you've ever met Lester. Uh, Brother, he lives out in Ohio now. I love him. You guys would get along pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he just liked it. Yeah, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah, I... The, you know what I saw? Like, I I, I just watched Battleship. La- well, I fell asleep watching it, but uh, <laughs> I watched Battleship. I've seen it many times. Anyways, it's where aliens invade uh, the, the Earth. Okay. And, like, she's saying, like, invade, you know, healing is invading that person's body. Yeah. Right? And I just seen, like, just in that it, it shows this alien come and they— actually demolishes or eats up the the satellite and then comes in like that's how i see the light of god coming again into the darkness because cancer is darkness in the body yeah like sin is darkness in the soul and like just eating it up amen like that the thing about and i want to hit this just real quick guys the thing about sin in our lives right, has everything to do with darkness. So we, we have darkness in our soul somewhere. We have, uh, we're, we're veiled. We don't see truth. But once truth penetrates our darkness, the darkness evaporates. Yeah. And that's something Damon Thompson talks about, how, how light ha- or how darkness has no ontology, mm-hmm. right? It's a science word. And which means darkness has no ability to produce. Yeah, to produce. Okay. When light, when the light comes on, whether it's in the natural or in the spirit, darkness vanishes because it has no, it can't hold on to truth. Yeah. It has no ontologies, is how he describes it. And so truth is the thing that is necessary to be set free, not effort. But it takes effort to sow the seed and the word in, you know, by reading the word, hearing the word. Yeah. But when the light comes on, it never goes back off. So then you come to a place of choice. Yeah. When you have choice, right, then it's a lot easier to make a choice than being swallowed up in in darkness or living in darkness. Yeah. So so when you, and, and with truth comes hope, right? Hope meaning confident expectation having to do with future unseen, happy anticipation of good. But it also comes with faith. Say that again. Hope. uh, Confident expectation having to do with the future unseen, happy anticipation of good. Hope, what I mean by that is people who are, I think about addiction. When when somebody's addicted and then they they have the first shot of truth or they have a first uh, reality of I can get this done, like I can get this done. Yeah then they understand there's a process, but they know that they're going to be delivered because they believe it now. And what truth produces is hope or belief in the heart that causes you to go through the process to where you become, you know, totally, totally free. Yeah. And sometimes truth comes and sets you free in the moment, which means like everything, or sometimes truth, well, most of the times truth comes to set you free on the inside and then as you begin to walk in that illumination, yeah. you get free on the outside. Yeah. That's why it's so important that righteousness or the believing in righteousness is the thing that is necessary to overcome any deficiency because once you're changed on the inside, it's only a matter of tick-tock, tick-tock time where you'll see the fruit of it on the outside. Yeah, the application has to manifest. Yes. Yeah. And I think people get hung up on that because we need to celebrate more 
uh, the truth that people are speaking and talking about because we know if truth is in the heart, eventually it'll work itself out yeah. in the actions in the body and all those things. Yeah. And that's why the Bible tells us, since we're on righteousness, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16, before we get into verse 17, verse 16 says, Know no one after the flesh, yep. for we knew Christ after the flesh, but we know him thus no longer. Yep. Therefore, well, the word therefore has everything to do with before, what was said before. Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. So if we would learn to treat each other as being in Christ, if in fact we are in Christ, yeah, and we don't look at your flesh or your actions outside, and we continue to speak to who you are in Christ, eventually, I believe, as we as we believe what is being said to us, we will produce the fruit of righteousness, which is right living, yeah. right, and but it all has to start out in the heart, yeah, and I think that's the big kick. Um, what religion has done is taken the foundation and made it, basically religion says, well, I guess you guys already know this, so we're going to move on to this other thing, which this other thing always has to do with actions. But if people who are just born again don't understand who they are, they still live out of a mind or a soul that is unproductive or in darkness, and then you get the whole religious thing where people say, you're not supposed to do this, you're not supposed to do that, you're not supposed yeah. to do that. So they try to change their behavior. It becomes like AA or NA. Well, can can I speak to that? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, honestly, so religion to me, the aspect you said, I, I agree it does do, but to me, religion also takes the they they want to they want you to receive what Jesus has done, but they don't want you to apply it, is almost what it's like. Uh, don't yeah. don't pray in tongues, don't uh, seek signs and wonders. Now I'm not saying those are the things we do just to do. Yeah. We we do those appropriately but the, it's like the application part they struggle with because it gets messy because it's rhema it's it's a fresh word it's it, not logic and it can't be controlled yeah so so it gets really messy but i'm telling you if you want to live in freedom live in in the present word of god amen yeah, obviously in the word of god as well hey uh what colette was saying i just want to uh, speak to that as quick as well um i had a thought my oh you you had said and this ties in with where colette was going okay uh more or less like w the abundance of your heart your mouth speaks uh we, we say that all the time but it's so real if you want to i'm just going to hit you okay go ahead most people's first response they'll tell you what their heart is i mean oh, i've yeah. seen christians sub their toe and drop 20 f-bombs in a row okay you might be one of them i don't know but i tell you what when i kick something or hurt something like ah you know like yeah it hurts but i i have made it a conscientious effort to never like start cussing and swearing when something like that happens because cursing let's take that back what is cussing it's cursing that's an immediate response that is your nature response you have been made supernatural okay so what is your supernatural response when when you hurt yourself the first thing and we're going to read what colette said but i know it has something to do with this the first thing your response should be is bless that foot in jesus name or bless that piece of furniture in Jesus' name that I just stubbed my toe on. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I heard a real good teaching with, um, I haven't listened to him in a while, but Ken Copeland used to talk about this quite a bit. Uh, if he took his car to a garage, which he did, he said, I heard this guy in there just cussing up in you know, my vehicle one side and down the other. And he actually walked in there and he's like, you will not curse my vehicle. He's like correcting the guy mm. because he was, instead of blessing, which the guy would have had no idea, yeah. instead of blessing his his possessions, he was cursing them. But I'm telling, I know that's a, an odd example, but this is the reality in my opinion. As believers in Jesus Christ, if you want an instant barometer where your heart is in pain and suffering real quick, you could stub something and you'll usually hear if it's hell or heaven coming out. Okay. <laughs> David's just looking at me. No, it's, it's good. <laughs> All right. Colette says, How many speak curses over ourselves? Not even aware of what we are doing. I am guilty, such I am stupid, or I have a depression. See, those are quotes. Like people say that, like, I am stupid, or I have depression or anxiety or ADHD. The enemy wants 
nothing more than to control your thought process because they then they you use your mouth to produce the thoughts where you end up hurting yourself and others. Proverbs 15, 4. When you speak healing words, you offer fruit from the tree of life, but when unhealthy and negative words do nothing but crush their hopes. Hmm. Somebody got to give it up for the passion translation, man. Yeah. That, that, that is amazing. When you speak healing words, you offer fruit from the tree of life. Now, you know, we could preach about that because that's where everything went wrong. You know, Adam and Eve uh, took a bite of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, but didn't take a, a bite of the tree of life. So basically what that scripture says and what Colette's sharing with all of us is if we speak words of life, health, help, uh, truth, that we're actually giving fruit from the tree of life. That's now, good. let's just think about that. Because the Holy Spirit lives within us. We're the temple of God, right? We're the yeah. temple of the Holy, like literally out of the, you know, he says, you know, when you're filled with the Spirit, out of your innermost being will flow rivers yeah. of what? Living. Living water. Living Right, so that's really awesome, Colette. And that's why we're going to have an account for every idle word we speak. Like, I'm not looking forward to that, but that's why it's so important to get it right. Like, start start speaking life. Yeah. Uh, as, as silly as it sounds, I've heard this, this phrase, be a hope dealer. Like, we literally should be speaking hope and life into everything. Like, what peculiar nature would that be for sons and daughters to, to do that? Amen. You know, a really good example, odd example. I'll shut up after this. You know how many times women see each other and they're like, I love your blouse. You look so pretty today. Mm. Like they're so optimistic and they, I guess it could be the other way. They might turn their head and be like, no, she looks like, <laughs> but, but in general, it's an outward, uh, they build each other up in those ways. Why can't we do that in Christ when we see each other be like, man, you are so blessed in Jesus' name. You're such an honorable man, and I love that you sow into the kingdom of heaven with your faithfulness, and you honor the king of kings with your mouth daily, and I'm so blessed by who you are in Christ. Amen. Why don't we, we speak? And I do feel that way. No, no, that feels good. I'm I good, do, man. I that's life coming I, into my body I tell right this now. guy I love him all the time. I love David Balzer. All right, you got something. All right, so, no, but it has to be from the heart. It can't be from the head, right? It has to be proper motivation, but still, I mean, mm. everything that that says is when you speak healing words, you offer fruit from the tree of life. Amen. Help us do that. Charlie says, words have power. Be very careful how you speak. Yep. Um, Scott says, religion controls relationship flows. That needs to be like a hashtag or something. That's true. Yeah. Hey, Scott, there's a shirt idea, buddy. That is. Um, Charlie says, let Holy Spirit pray through you if you don't know what to pray. Amen. That's what tongues is all about. Lori says, the enemy bears our, our hears our words also. Oh, I know uh, this from my past before Christ. I repent speaking the word of the enemy. Yeah. And she put cancer in the thing. And, and I think that uh, something Colette, I think it was in that verse. I could go back up here. But the powerful thing of what Lori just said, here's our words. Uh, you know, the, the devil can only, I, I look at it like this, like if I'm standing here and something pushes up against me, that has no, no right as a believer of Jesus Christ to get in me. But, uh, if I start, my ear is a funnel into my head. And if I hear these sounds and I choose to reject them and not listen, Praise God. I haven't allowed that to infiltrate me. But if I hear it and I start saying those same things, now I've made an agreement. And that's what we're, that's what you guys are saying there. We cannot allow these things that have been spoken into our ear from that realm to ever manifest out of our mouth because now we're agreeing and confessing those words over our lives and over loved or hated ones, whatever. And just, just to hit that real quick, it says to even bless your enemies. So if you got a problem with your enemies, start blessing them. Yeah, but again, I also think that like a lot of us as Christians have a lot of words stored up in our head and it hasn't dripped down into our heart. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of times when we when we speak words of faith, we we speak them based on what what we uh, like mentally assent to. Yeah. And so when when we and then when we get further down the road, we give into what our heart really believes. 
So we really still, if we have places in our life where we're having a hard time, whether it be with healing or God's love for us or any of those things, we really have to be in a posture of prayer to allow the Holy Spirit to show us those things so that when we be, when we speak the truth, it comes from a heart of truth, not just the the, the first process is getting in the, the word in our yeah. hearts or in our heads, but to really to really live in the spirit and to really say spiritual words of life is to really fully be convinced of them. Yeah, and can we can we go to a place that you were talking about before we even started with the podcast? Because I think it's a, there's something in my heart that I think is really basic and important to share. But before we started today, uh, David had talked about faith, okay? And it was based off of the first Bible verse here in James 5. Uh, do you have anything you want to say about faith before I just use that quick no, illustration? Go no, go ahead. You don't? Okay. No. So this is a simple illustration. I want you guys to realize how easy, and it's just off of what you just literally said. I liked how you said that, how the things drip from your, your mind into your heart, essentially. That's was very poetic, David. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but uh, so, and as we wash our, our hearts with the word of God and we wash our minds with the word of God and they become truth and that river flows out of our belly, okay? This is how easy action becomes and faith becomes. And I use this example before we start talking to David. So in my uh, career, my field, I do a lot of electrical stuff, okay? So I understand the ins and outs of electric, okay? How it works, how it's controlled, how it flows, how you manipulate it, how you make it do everything you want. And even if I didn't understand electricity or anything like that, I would still have, and I would just encourage everyone out there, Lori, Scott, Nicole, anybody out there, Charlie, Lester, Taylor, God bless you, uh, Cheyenne, anybody, I, I bet you $100. <laughs> if, if you got up right now, and you went over and you hit that light switch and turned it on or off, you would have absolute belief that it would either turn on or off. No question. You're not like, I don't know if it's going to work today. Lord, would you please make this light switch turn on? I mean, I just don't know, Lord. God, would you please turn Like, there's none of that begging. Mm. I mean, it's a definite. I go over and hit that light switch. It's going to happen. I'd never want to call God mechanical, but his laws and principles are yes and amen. His promises are yes and amen. Our faith, I want to get to a point. I'm not going to say you need to get to that point. I want to get to a point where my faith is the same. When I get up, I stand up. I have the certainty. I go over. I mean, I don't even, there's a light switch over here. That's why I'm looking. I have no doubt in my mind. I go over here and I hit that light switch. It's absolutely going to react and it's absolutely going to change the way these lights work. I have not a doubt in my mind. I want to get to that point in faith when I command something, I have absolutely not a doubt in my mind that it comes to pass because that's what we actually carry. I don't think we understand not only in the, in the good things when we, when we pray and intercede and curse, but how much weight we carry in the negative things because it's natural. That part to us is like I'm talking the cursings, mm -hmm. the blessings. It's almost like we have to learn to hear the voice of God to produce that fruit. Okay. Which I don't want to get stuck on that, but it's so easy to produce the natural negative fruit, isn't it? It's well, crazy. Yeah. Because it's, it's natural life always sees, I mean, look at our news. They call it news. They don't call it good news. They just call it news. And every part <laughs> of the news is bad. Yeah. You're conditioned that way to, you know, to the natural realm. But yeah, guys, um, we're, if you guys got any scriptures or any prayer requests right before we, we kind of flow down, flow down, uh, <laughs> slow down here um, and about ready to, to leave, we, we try not to go too long um, as far as like we like to go an hour, hour and 15 minutes. We're about an hour and three minutes right now. So if you guys have any prayer requests or anything, let us know. Um, Colette uh, says, Proverbs 21, 23 says, watch your words and be careful what you say. And you will be surprised how how few troubles you will have. <laughs> wow, there's a there's a scripture. I don't know, Colette, if you can find. It. I doubt it says the same thing in the Passion, but it's in Proverbs. It talks about a man of few words is a man of understanding, and and it also says that a fool who holds back his who who holds back his tongue is considered wise. So it's like. 
If you actually went through and studied the book of Proverbs specifically about words, man, it's it's convicting. Cause we are we we don't we don't chirp, right? We don't have these sounds that we try to talk with each other with like whales do. Like we're human beings and God has given us the ability we to create, right? And cre- creativity starts in the heart or in the imagination, mm. whether for good or bad. Like, and we begin to put words to those thoughts, and we write vision down. Those are words on paper. Like, words are incredibly important. Yeah, you know. And so- I think in a world where there's too much talking and debating and railing and hating and all this kind of stuff words don't become holy anymore like words words that we speak when i mean holy holy is holy is to be set apart Mm. right it's not like uh i don't know good or bad holy you can be have holy or unholy words i'll just put it that way and we have to remember that our words need to be holy they need to be different than they need to be able to be spoken from a perspective that comes from heaven and not a perspective that comes from the earth because the bible says specifically that faith is being able to look at and to see the things that cannot be seen and how only you can only do that by spiritual intuition and spiritual sight which the yeah. holy spirit gives with truth gives and we have to speak from that place but I believe that truth will can set us free so much that we speak from that place and, and we're not moved because that's who, what we become. We we see the definiteness of yes and no from God or yes and amen from God. Like you were saying, God is definite. When you look up words on prayer, Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If, you're, if my words abide in you, you'll ask anything and it will be done. Like there's a definiteness of of God's yes that has to be we have to walk in yeah because without that we're we're in that that double minded place you know something that i i believe the lord shared this with me i don't think it was something i read it's been a while now but if our words cost literally if they cost us how would we use them mm-hmm. you know we probably wouldn't just have mindless conversations but our, word, but our words do cost us. We just don't understand yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It's just not financially. So let's see. Charlie Moore says, allow the sounds of the Holy Spirit flow out, even if your carnal mind thinks it may sound silly. Do not quench the Holy Ghost. And Lori, Lori Wood says, walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. So I kind of want to make sense of how we started out today till we get to where we're at. It seems like we're talking a lot about words. And we start out with righteousness. And we all need to understand that our prayers before God are powerful and effective because we are righteous. Not because of us, but because of what we believe Christ did for us. And if we can get that so centered in our hearts and in our minds, we can also, with all the stuff, we can also be an understanding man where we diagnose our own words and understand if we should speak them or if we should hold them back. Like we should, we, you know, the big word now is triggered or gaslighting or mm. that's what the world uses where they actually come in and they give you something to get mad about and then take you in a tailspin away from. And I think that's what the enemy will do in our lives. He'll mm. cause us to come to get focused on one negative thing or one thing that's not happening, or a prayer that's hasn't been answered yet, quote unquote, and we get so focused on that that everything else that God is doing in our lives, we 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 take to the side, we put down as lower than what we're focused on, and and God, that's why God says we need to be thankful in all things, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus, because every day there's something to be thankful about as well as every day there are things that that go wrong but if we have the right point of view that if that God who is in our life and who is for us 
will take even the things that are negative and hurtful and painful and sorrowful and cause them as we're living on the earth to work out for our good. If we're sold out to those words, we can always have that that mindset or that understanding that we speak words of faith based on what we believe about God and what we believe about God believes us to be in his sight. And if we understand what the word says is, if we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved and that Jesus Christ has made us wisdom from the Lord, our righteousness, our holiness, our sanctification and redemption. So I wanna pray for you right now, all of you guys, Lori, Colette, um, Nicole, Lester, Debbie, Taylor, Charlie, a guy, all of you. I want to pray for all of you, and I want to say to you, in Jesus' name, we bless the work of the Spirit in your life. We bless you with the ability to hear the word of truth, to hear and to speak the words of the Lord that he reveals to you in a day-by-day, moment-by-moment, minute-by-minute thing. I bless you to know who you are in Christ, that you see yourself in the image and likeness of Christ because that is how God has made you in the new creation. I bless you to know his love that is unfailing, never-ending, never uh, ebbing and flowing, always constant and the same with passionate jealousy for you. I bless you with communion with the Holy Spirit in new and profound ways. Mm. I bless you in Jesus' name to be the head and not the tail in everyday life, to be above and not only in everyday life, to be the leader and not the follower in everyday life, that your words would carry weight of the authority of heaven and it would turn the hearts of men to God and to you. I say over you that your ideas are good ones. I say over you your opinions matter in a situation. And I say to you as the word of the Lord, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ come upon you in a greater and measurable way that you would speak the word of God as you ought. And I bless you to know Jesus, to know the Father and the Spirit, which is, which is eternal life in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. You care if I bring up one no, more go thing? Ahead, go All ahead. right. So yep. when we're talking, I don't know, at some point this came to my mind. Uh, Leviticus 10.1, it's about Aaron's sons, and they offered strange fire, okay? I literally think that we offer strange fire, and this might sound weird to you, but I would encourage you to go to Leviticus 10.1, process this a little bit, but I believe sometimes just referring to the words we use and just wrapping the conversation up, we were just talking, the way we speak, the way we bless, the way we curse, we are an altar of the Lord now, okay? And we cannot offer that strange fire. We've got to get our mind renewed so we can offer pure things for the Lord on his behalf because he is in us. We are set apart. We are righteous. We are holy. And this just simply says, I'll read a little bit. Aaron's sons, Nadab and Abihu, put coals of fire in their incense burner and sprinkled incense over them. In this way, they disobeyed the Lord by burning them before, before him the wrong kind of fire, different than he had commanded. So when we speak, it carries power, okay? It's fire in Jesus' name. And we have to be careful the way we, we do this. So fire blazed forth from the Lord's presence and burned them up and they died there before the Lord, which is a, a pretty distinct thing that happened there. They actually physically were burned up because they offered something that was not pleasing and for the Lord in that place of holiness and presence. They burned an incense that was not correct. Praise God, that doesn't happen to us, okay? Like that instant physical death. But I just, just, just a word of caution, it's to myself as well. We've got to be careful. We are an altar of praise. We are his holiness and we cannot offer strange fire. We've got to, re I've got to renew my mind. I've only got to give out things that come from his word so I can release rivers of flowing, living water in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. An altar of praise is what we are.
Amen. So, hey, we still got a lot of people here. One more time. Uh, next weekend in St. Mary's on Friday night, December 2nd at 6.30 at Maker's Warehouse. We're excited. We're going to come. We're going to bring worship. We're going to bring praise. We're going to bring manifestations of the kingdom of heaven. We'll be preaching, teaching, man, signs, wonders, whatever the Lord has, healing. We're excited just to manifest brothers and sisters in Christ and just bring it. Amen. Come on, in Jesus' name. And this is one thing that we don't we we haven't we don't do live. There are people there that will will go live, but we we don't do live on our Facebook page. So this is one of the things. Like if you can make it to this thing, church on the go, and like this is where it really real. Like if you're from Pittsburgh, if you're from uh, Penn, you know Penn State around Penn State, like an hour an hour and a half away, you can get to St. Mary's, and it would be great for you guys to come for real. Yeah. Um, so I want to emphasize that our church on on the go, you won't be able to get them online right now, anyways. And then on December tenth at um, Brookfield at Brookfield House of Worship, at starting at two thirty in the afternoon. And then at seven o'clock, we have Darren Canning yep. coming. Uh, he's in the United States now, but he is from Canada, yep. and he's an international speaker. He's been on Sid Roth. If you go to Sid Roth, uh, it is supernatural. Type in his name, you can hear. Um, I think he has books out and stuff like that. Yeah. He's an artist, but he's coming to to bring the word of God and his prophecy and and how he ministers at two thirty December tenth, and then at seven o'clock too at two twenty seven. Main Street in Brookville, Pennsylvania. It is Brookville House of Worship. Yeah. And then on December 16th. Yeah, the 16th, we're going to be church on the go again, just like we are in St. Mary's. We're going to Uniontown on December 16th, and we're excited to join, again, brothers and sisters in Christ, come together to manifest the kingdom of heaven. That's what this is. It's just a it's a Jesus party. Amen. You know, whatever the Lord has, we're going to throw down and worship and just celebrate his goodness and see if he, well, not see, Watch him manifest, Amen. In, you know, in, in word, in truth, in spirit, in power, in love, all these things he is. That's what we're going to do. Amen. And then, uh, of course, every Saturday night, we do have Brookville House of Worship, 7 o'clock, 227 Main Street, Brookville, Pennsylvania. But on December 31st, we, we're going to have a blowout New Year's Eve service. And I, I believe we'll probably start around 6 o'clock or something yeah. like that, 7 yeah. whatever. And we do have flyers up for that as well. But we have Jamie Good bringing the word. We have Lisa Marie Rich. She's coming all the way from uh, Maryland. We have Maddie. We have uh, Jonathan and Miranda. Uh, the Brookfield House of Worship is going to yeah. have a lot of worship. We're, we're going to have um, Stacy Bluebaugh, which will talk to us about what uh, the Hebrew words uh, 5783 are and bring us into intercession as we transition from one year to the next. I mean, the more I talk yeah. about it, the more we're doing. I'm it's wonderful. I'm excited about yeah. the month of December for let's sure. Just, let's just be straightforward. On December 31st, make your plans to come to Brookville House of Worship. I, there you Th go. Those there are you your go. those are your plans. The Amen. 31st, and that's why we've been hitting this so hard and and hitting it. Like we know you guys are from a little bit everywhere. Even you, Lori. I'm telling you, anybody. Scott, come on. I don't they make plans. I know you use them a lot. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, make your plans. You got lots of time to come to the Brookville House of Worship, Brookville, Pennsylvania, on December 31st and celebrate the goodness of Jesus Christ with us on New Year's. Amen. Amen. And one more thing, guys. Hey, we couldn't do it without the Lord, number one. We do, we've done Brookville House of Worship. We're doing these podcasts, everything where church on the go is initiated by the Lord, by the Holy Spirit. And we sure would, you know, this is a vision. This is our vision. We're laying down in front of you. And we're asking you to pray about uh, giving to Brookfield House of Worship. And you can do that if you go to brookfieldhouseofworship.com and give on the, I believe it's a donate button, and put in your uh, information there, um, one-time gift, monthly gifts, however you want to do that. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it so we could continue to move and go and flow and do yeah. all the things that we're doing. And we, wow, I've had a, this was an exciting uh flow and grow cool. for, for, for me. Um, all you guys out there that are joining us, everything you guys are writing down. I mean, we're seeing it in, in, in time and, but yeah, please consider and prayerfully consider giving to Brookville house of worship. Um, like anything else, we're doing it by faith as well. We, we, you know, we, you know, we give 
Yeah. Uh, obviously, too. So um, we're not asking you to do something we don't do. Uh, but we appreciate uh, not only that, but liking and sharing and making this thing grow more and more. Amen. And check out David's hoodie. You see that? What's it say? Relax. Jesus is Lord. This one says, on earth as it is in heaven. Brookville's got swag for years. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. If you'd like to... Uh, one, support us. Secondly, get yourself some awesome stuff that just represents the kingdom of heaven. We have hats. We have shirts. We have hoodies. Uh, I can even make you stickers. Yeah, the, the shirts are everywhere. It's <laughs> it's interesting. Um, but so I have this. You guys have probably saw I have this shirt that says Jesus and it has a crown on it. And we got shirts like that and hats that have that. I have that sticker on my hood. And, it, man, you wouldn't believe how many conversations get opened up by just having having Jesus on you, man. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's a deeper statement than it sounds. All right. So, yeah, if you want to be ble- if you want to bless us and be blessed, we, we would be honored if you want to purchase some Brookville House of Worship gear. You can do that at brookvillehouseofworship.com. Uh, or you can just get a hold of us. I literally, I was so blessed. I just shipped some... Um, gear down to West Virginia the other day. You know, people were buying this stuff. So praise God. Yeah, you know? Awesome. So awesome. Father, we thank you for our brothers and sisters. We're so blessed and honored that they would choose to spend this time with us at the table of the Lord. Father, we love them. Like I honestly say, I love my brothers and sisters in Christ and I, and I give you praise and honor for your spirit that moves in us and your word that's in us, Father, the standards of the kingdom of heaven. Father, I say, let hope arise that your glory would shine upon, upon our faces and we would be transformed more from glory to glory. We would walk and step in your ways and we would honor you, Father, that we'd be a light in the darkness so that we would not wrestle with the darkness, but we actually just overcome it in Jesus name, that we would go forth and accomplish which you please, which is your word, that it would go forth and accomplish which it pleases and that people would rest in your presence and your word today, Father. Father, I bless you in Jesus name. I bless my brothers and sisters in Christ. And I just say, amen in Jesus name. Amen. See you guys tonight, seven o'clock. Amen. Seven. Yes. Brookville House of Worship, 227 Main. <laughs> See okay. you guys. Thanks, guys. See you next Saturday. Bye. Hey, guys, man, I had a wonderful time today. I hope you did, too. Hey, do me a favor. Go to brookvillehouseofworship.com. If you go there, you can find all of our events and and things we do at Brookville House of Worship. Also, our Facebook page, Brookville House of Worship, and our YouTube page as well, Brookville House of Worship, or like we like to call it, Be How. Let me invite you to come every Saturday night to Brookville House of Worship, 227 Main Street, Brookville, Pennsylvania. We look forward to seeing you next time as we flow and grow together. See ya. Bye. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.